Good morning. Grateful you're here. Let's all stand and declare our gratefulness to God together. It's a good day, beautiful day to worship the Lord. Here we go. This is the day that you have made. Whatever comes, I won't complain. For all my hope is in your name. And now your joy, oh, it's my praise. I give thanks all you have done. And I will sing of your mercy and your love. Your love is unfailing. Lord, I am grateful. When I was down, you brought me out. You set my feet on higher ground. Here I stand, you are my God, your faithfulness. My solid rock, yeah, yeah. I give thanks for all you have done, and I will sing of your mercy and your love. Your love is unfailing, Lord. I am grateful. I give thanks for all you have done. I won't forget all the battles you have won. Your love is unfailing, Lord, I am. 
So Lord, we're so grateful to come to this place today. Uh, you've given us life. You've given us breath, as it says in Psalm 150. And uh, you, uh, it says, praise the Lord. And so you've given good gifts. You've set the moon and the stars in place. Uh, you've done all things big. And uh, you know every number of hair that's on our head. As it says in Psalm 139, you do all things small. So the God that's great big and the God that's great small, uh, very small, you know all the things about us and yet you desire relationship with us. You know absolutely everything about us and you still love us anyway. I don't know if I'll ever get that as long as I live, Lord. So Lord, thank you for today. Thank you that we get to come in and uh, declare that you're alive in us. I thank you that you can hear from our heart that we're so grateful for all that you've done. And God, I pray that you hear that from us for the rest of our days especially in these moments as we give you our attention. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you, gang. I'm Billy. I'm the worship pastor here at Hope Vale. Um, super glad you're here today. Full house. It's awesome. Um, as we as we uh, do this little thing called the meet and greet, if you wouldn't mind, if you've got some black chairs in between you, scoot in towards center so we can make room for some more guests. That would be great. But be nice to introverts. Say hi to somebody around you. We'll see you back in a second. Thank you. You can go ahead and have a seat. Good morning, Hope Vale. It is great to be here with you as we worship and celebrate that not only is Jesus alive, but for those of us who believe he is alive in us. So this is our first Sunday after Easter. How many of you were with us last Sunday? Just a quick show of hands. You know, we were talking this past week as a staff between the four services here at Hopel and our service in Bay City. We had over 4,000 people worshiping with us, yeah, which is phenomenal, right? And what I love about that, it's not just numbers. Every number is a life story, and if you've been part of that, we're so glad that this story that's not limited to just one Sunday, but that we get to celebrate week after week after week. See how good your memory is. The story is this, that he is risen. He's risen indeed. Very well. I know you visiting with us are going, what is going on here, right? Yeah. Hey, if you are visiting with us, so good to have you. We would love to know that you've um, made this part of your Sunday. So if you want to drop by our welcome center after the service right in the lobby, we've got a gift for our newcomers. We'd love to know that you've touched base. And if you want to find out more about our church, our welcome center is the place to go for that as well. And before we uh, go to the offering, I want to tell you about something coming up this summer. You know, Hope Valley has a great tradition of this event we do in late June called Bible Camp. And this year we're reimagining it as part of our next gen ministry, something called Summer FX or Family Experience. You know, we realize that one of our big roles as a church is to partner with parents in helping raise kids. Uh, in the ways of the Lord. And so this is our opportunity to take what has been so great over the years and bring the family involvement even greater. So you're going to be hearing more about that, but you can see the dates on the screen, uh, June 24 to June 27, four-night experience, and you'll be hearing more about that. But wanted to get that in your mind as we think about what it is truly to be a church that passes on the baton of faith in Jesus Christ to the next generation. So looking forward to that, but as we continue to worship, I'm going to invite the ushers to come forward as we uh, give to the Lord just out of the overflow of his abundance in our lives, uh, spiritually, materially, and all 
that our God has done for us. And boy, you know, you think about what today is. In a little moment, a uh, little bit, we're going to hear about baptism. We're going to celebrate life change in Jesus Christ. And as you give, it's part of the gospel becoming real in the hearts and lives of men, women, boys, and girls. So bow your heads with me and let's pray together. And God, thank you. Thank you that the greatest news ever, he is not here, he is risen. Yes, we celebrated it last Sunday at Easter, but it's not confined to one Sunday. And thank you that we can be in this place and look up the gaze of our hearts to a Savior who was crucified, who is risen, and who will come again. And that our hope is rooted deeply in this Jesus who conquered death, who breaks change, who frees our hearts from the bondage of sin. And so, Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you. And so in all that we do today, through the stories we hear, through the songs that we sing, through these baptisms, God, would you fill our hearts with hope and joy and peace and life and all that your Holy Spirit can give us in a way that no one else and nothing else in this world can do. And so even in this act of worship, of giving, Lord, may you be honored and glorified. And we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, as the plates are being passed, and as I alluded to before, this is a great Sunday for us to share together as a church family, as we're going to have the privilege in this service of watching six people profess their faith in Jesus Christ through something called Believer's Baptism. I love that we often do a baptism service the week after Easter because it takes the story of Jesus, our risen Lord, and makes it very personal. And we get to see and we get to hear how Jesus is truly in the business of changing lives, taking us from spiritual death to spiritual life. Baptism is something that the Church of Jesus Christ has practiced for over 2,000 years. And in believers' baptism, you have men and women, boys and girls, um, demonstrating through this symbolic act of baptism that their old lives have been buried with Christ and that by the renewing, regenerating work of the Holy Spirit in their lives, they are raised to new life, forgiven life, abundant life, and eternal life, all because of Jesus. We don't believe there's anything magic in the water. We don't believe that the act of baptism itself saves, but it is a wonderful picture, an outward symbol of a true spiritual reality that takes place when somebody is truly born again. And so we're excited to celebrate that. Excited to have those of you who are family members, friends, co-workers, sharing in this life milestone event of the people that you'll see baptized as well. So in a moment, we'll get to see that together. But beforehand, we've put together a compilation video uh, that just tells the stories and hearing from the people being baptized, their own words about what Jesus means to them. So let's take a look. My name is Kenneth Melnick, and I've been coming to Hopeville since uh, June of 2016. 
My name is Leslie Malnick, and I've been going to Hopevale since June of 2016. My name is Terry Wack, and I've been going to Hopevale for about two to two and a half years. Joyce McNally, and uh, December of 2018. My name's Riley Troutman, and I've been coming to Hopevale since I was like five or six, I think. My name is Alicia Flores, and I've been going to Hopevale for two months. I'm getting baptized because I was baptized as an infant, and now I would like to commit my life to Jesus publicly, to publicly display my love for Jesus, to let people know that my trust, my love, and my hope is in Him. So I'm here because I want to profess my uh, belief in Jesus Christ as our true Savior. I'm getting baptized this time around. I was baptized actually in a Catholic church when I was born. Um, this time around it's more something for me that I want to do uh, for myself and it's kind of a way to thank God I feel for what he's blessed me with. Um, well because I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ into my life and I wanted to be baptized now. I didn't know about having a relationship with Jesus. Uh, I, in fact, my wife will testify, I didn't know half the stuff that she knew. And then I had a problem uh, in my early 20s. My father passed away, and my father was basically my life, especially then. And um, so I kind of left church. I was angry with God. Later on, about, oh, I'd say 12, 13 years later, I realized something was missing in my life. I didn't know what it was, so I approached my wife and I asked her, I said, would you like to go to church together? Um, so we were searching for another church, and somebody said, well, let's go to Hopevale. So we went to Hopevale, and then we went to Hopevale again and again, and we didn't want to leave Hopevale. <laughs> I, I don't know, I, I got to say it was the sermons. Here, you talk about everyday life, uh, about things that are past, present, future, and from that point on, I mean, we hate missing a single Sunday because we got to hear. It's just, I don't know, we got to hear. <laughs> That's all there is to it. So I believe right now I have a very strong relationship with God. We have, when we have problems specifically, it used to be we never turn towards God. Now it's the first thing we do. Well, I grew up in the church and I think I've always loved the Lord. I just never had a relationship with Him because it was never taught to me. I just, life is hard sometimes. <laughs> And I think when I came to really meet him is our marriage was in turmoil. And that's when we decided to go back to church. And I'm telling you that changed everything because the things we have gone through, financial distress, um, I've had two serious health problems. Without Jesus, I would have never, I would have never made it. I, he was there for me every step of the way. My life um, before Christ was, I would say, I just went through the motions like a lot of people do and didn't really know 
kind of what was going on. Never really fully trusted things. Never put my too much faith in anything. Going through a divorce recently. I'm actually in the process of a divorce. And I was leaving. I remember to that day, I was leaving Hopevale. And I was driving home and I said, I started to pray and I says, I can't do this on my own anymore. I can't. And it was kind of my breaking point because I've tried, I've went through things like this in the past and I knew that this was gonna be devastating. I have a little boy and whatnot and I knew that was gonna be really hard. So I knew it was something I didn't want to really take on by myself. So I submitted basically to God and I said, I can't do this on my own and I don't want to. It was the most overwhelming feeling that I've ever had. It was, I just felt just this peace and calm about everything and it was like a weight was lifted off my shoulder right at that time and I mean I've prayed before but this was actually the first time that I've actually felt you know like I'm somebody was listening to me and then everything's been easier the whole process has been easier you know there's still heartache and whatnot involved but it's he's my band-aid basically I've been going to church, but I didn't make a change. There was a lot of, in my youth, there was a lot of partying. And after I've been married for like, well, 40 years, it's been not so much partying or anything. So I just really want to um, make a commitment and I want to be baptized. When I got dedicated, um, I was six. We, um, it was after Bible camp, and then it was, we went shopping for a dress, and then we just, we went through the classes with my dad, and my mom and we decided that I was going to be dedicated, and from that day on, it's pretty much been like that. After my sister passed away, we've been pretty much relying on God to help us through tough times. He's been there when I've been struggling, so I think that getting baptized will help um, me rely on Him more and believe in Him more when times are harder. Well, um, when I was little, I used to go to church with my grandparents a lot. And like, I didn't really know what they were talking about. But now, like, now I'm starting to understand it, that He like died on the cross for us, for our sins. When I started to get a little bit older, I started to go to church with my friends more. It was like my best friend at the time. And I was like three years ago. Since I've been letting the Lord more into my life, my grades been coming up more and been less stressed on me. He's helping me make better decisions. Again, Hope Vale. I'm Pastor Adam, and uh, just a privilege to be able to celebrate baptism this morning with these brothers and sisters in Christ. So, as Ken and Leslie step down, you know, we just want to tell you guys thank you so much for sharing your story with us this morning. We're excited to be able to celebrate with you guys today. So, I have a couple questions for you Are you trusting in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? love him and desire to follow him all of the days of your life. Yes. Leslie, based on this profession of faith, I baptize you 
in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Ken, same for you. Just so appreciate your guys' story and the way that uh, God has drawn you to himself taking the step of faithfulness and baptism. And so a couple questions. Are you trusting in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. And do you love him and desire to follow him all of the days of your life? Yes. And based on this profession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God is good. I'm thankful for you sharing your story with us this morning and as he continues to just drive closer to yourself. A couple questions. Are you trusting in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you love him and desire to follow him all of the days of your life? Yes. Very based on this profession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. trusting in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. And do you love him and desire to follow him all of the days of your life? Based on this profession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. sharing your story with us this morning. So a couple questions. Are you trusting in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. And do you love him and desire to follow him all of the days of your life? Yes. Based on this profession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. also for sharing your story of faith with us. And so a couple questions. Are you trusting in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? And do you love him and desire to follow him all of the days of your life? So based on this profession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, so special. Friends, I tell you, Scripture it says that there's a time in when he all of heaven rejoices, and that's when somebody comes uh, in um, full honesty uh, and full acknowledgement that God exists and that they have 
maybe not live the best life in the world and that they could make better choices that God would so be proud of. And heaven just throws a gigantic party for that. And heaven did that just now. That's so good. Uh, God's done that in your life when you've decided that you wanted to live for the things of God in Christ. And if you've not done that before, if this is all new to you, boy, there's nothing better in your whole life that you'll ever experience than the purity of just God. Just God in your life. So, so pure. There's something that happens uh, in the water when we're baptized. Like Pastor Dan said, it's not magic, but it just represents this cleansing of this cleansing power that Jesus has of what's, what's represented, represented in our heart so that God has done this thing through Christ that he's cleansed us and washed our sin away so that we could have a relationship with God forever and be in right with God. And so that this visible act is testimony uh, for all of us to see that that's what happened inside. So it's a beautiful, beautiful picture of just being washed by water. So let's stand and worship together as Chris leads us.
was so beautiful. Thank you for leading us in worship that way. Oh. God, thank you so much for uh, experiencing the power of who you are together, coming to sing a song and coming to watch people live for you. What a special day to be at church. What a special time to just um, just experience together. Uh, God, um, gratefulness, what we opened with today. I hope that's what you hear from our heart. Um, as we ask that question, even how can it be um, that you did all this for us? And um, boy, I hope I hope that we ask that question for the rest of our days. And I hope you hear gratefulness for the rest of our days. We love you, Lord. It's in your name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, friends. Have a seat. We have a special moment planned for the end of our service today. Uh, Pastor Dan and Pastor Paul, come on up wherever you guys are. Yeah, how do you follow that, Paul, right? That was just powerful stuff. Wow, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a full morning, right? Definitely. We uh, took some time to celebrate why Hope Vale exists, to be used by God, to call people to know and follow Jesus, right? And then we spent some time worshiping and um, telling God how grateful we are that we get to be a part of that. Uh, we're not quite done. We have a little family moment that we want to share uh, with our senior pastor, Dan Davis. Um, if you've been around Hopevale for a while, um, then you know that we've been talking about sabbatical for this guy. Um, if you're new, um, today is Dan's last Sunday with us before he heads out on his sabbatical. He and Kathy, after 22 years of faithful ministry as a senior pastor of our church. That is amazing. Yeah. So we wanna just take a minute and talk about what a sabbatical is not. First of all, sabbatical is not goodbye. That's right. Dan will be back with us. His first Sunday back with us will be Sunday, August 4th. So this is not a goodbye, right? Hey, Paul, you know, it's been, um, it's been great to hear the rumors, right? Dan's leaving, Dan's dying. Uh, I'm, I, like, we've kind of heard them all. No, we're coming back, definitely in August. That's the plan. Yes. Don't make up your own story. This is simply <laughs> a sabbatical for Dan and Kathy. So this is not a goodbye. This is also not an extended vacation. There's way more intentionality injected into this process, which we'll get to in just a minute. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. This is not a, as Dan just alluded to, this is not a recovery move on behalf of Hopevale uh, because Dan's burned out or because he's tired. In fact, all indicators would be that you are thriving in your ministry here right now. Um, let me tell you what a sabbatical is. Sabbatical is a chance for Dan after 22 years to turn aside from the day-to-day -day responsibilities of being the senior pastor of our church so that he can, in a proactive, extended way, listen for the Spirit's voice in his life. That's what it is. A sabbatical is an, an intentional move by the leadership of our church to invest in the future of Hopevale, 
We'll talk about that some more in just a second. And a sabbatical is an opportunity for the Lord to have access to this guy in ways that he might not because of the pace of uh, Dan's role so that he can kind of reboot your calling, right? And so he can repaint his vision for Hopevale in your heart. We're so excited to be able to do that um, for you, to provide that for you. So just a couple questions. Um, First of all, uh, what do you have planned? What, what, tell us at least a little bit about okay. some of the things that will be happening while you're out this summer. So some of it's planned, some of it is to be determined, but actually beginning this week we're going to head out east to Virginia where Kathy's family is, and it is really part of that unplugging and uh, having a break from the area, the, the, the church, the work. You know, one of the fun, interesting things about um, ministry is um, what you do for God and who you are in God. It's all peeled together. So I loved your words. And I think part of this is just a little bit of that unpeeling, right, to be able to receive um, what he has from us apart from ministry and pastoral work. Um, and then in June, Kathy and I have a couple uh, couples in ministry retreat experiences because this has been a shared journey. We've been doing church ministry for 30 years now, and this is really an opportunity for us to, again, hear from the Lord, look at our lives, and see what he has for us for our next season of ministry here at Hopel. And so we're really excited about that. That's awesome. Yeah, so um, I've had a chance to work with Bill Klein on our elder board about um, the details and the planning of getting to this point where we could send Dan and Kathy on sabbatical. And Bill told me a story once about how when he was a kid, he thought it would be great to be a garbage man when he grew up because they only had to work one day a week, (laughs) right? Um, And sometimes we can look at our pastors the same way, right? Because we see you every Sunday. I have a front row seat for all the other things that happen throughout the week, but I know that this room is curious to hear what are the plans for the teaching on Sundays while you're out on sabbatical. Yeah, that's a great question. So um, we have a wonderful pastoral staff team of pastors and ministry directors. So the during the week stuff that you alluded to, you know, that's going to be great. But these next uh, few Sundays or a few months of Sundays, I'm really looking forward to Hopevale getting to hear from some new and some familiar voices. So this May, we're bringing in Mike Whitmer, who's a professor at Grand Rapids Theological Seminary, and he has a a series called The Story of Your Life, and it's uh, how do you follow Jesus in your everyday life? And what I love about what Mike's going to bring to this church is it really intersects well with the 168 theme that we've talked about, about How our life in Christ and our life with Christ isn't just one hour on Sunday, but how do we live it out in the the daily mundane routines and all that God has for us, right? Then in June, uh, we're going to hear from Pastor Mike Garner, who used to be on staff with us. Mike's um, just recently served at a church in Texas, and he's got a four-week series through the Gospel of John called Bear Fruit and talking about the words of Jesus and how we as Christ followers can you know, live alive in him. And then in uh, end of June, July, Pastor Sam has a great series, and Pastor Adam will uh, speak after that. So just really love that combination of hearing from fresh and familiar voices that I know is really going to bless our church while we're gone. 
Yeah, that's awesome. And then on August 4, Dan will be back with us, and we are looking forward to hearing all that God did. Yeah, Paul said it's kind of your what, what I did over my summer vacation, uh, you know, show and tell kind of thing. So yeah. hope to be uh, shaved and showered by then. So uh, at least one of the either, two. Either way is so, good. Yeah. Well, either way is good. Uh, Kathy Davis, I know you're here. Uh, if you could come on up and join us on stage while Kathy makes her way up here, I just want to ask Dan one final question. What's one thing that we can, as your church family, be praying for you and Kathy as you head off onto sabbatical? Yeah, what I've been telling people is we're really praying that we would be on the receiving end of a lot of great ministry. You know, we've got some planned experiences, but... You know, part of being a pastor is a lot of giving out and giving out and giving out. And I got, I mean, love this church family, great, but just a chance to, you know, go to church. I told someone, I said, I think we're going to find a church one Sunday. Show up four minutes late. Yeah. <laughs> sit in the back and leave before the last song, right? You know, I mean, I... Just saying. Yeah, you know, so, but... <laughs> A little more seriously, no, we are looking forward to, to receiving from the Lord through some of these different experiences that we're going to have and people that God's going to bring into our lives to speak where we're at. So really, to receive, and through that receiving, to be renewed and refreshed in the Lord. Yeah. That's awesome. We are so excited for you guys to have this season. In fact, what I'm going to do is invite um, any of our elders that are in the room or former elders um, and any staff that are in the room, if you want to make your way to the stage, uh, we want to surround these guys and kind of pray them into their sabbatical. But, and as everyone's making their way up here, I do want to share just a few of the kind of rules of engagement for Dan's and Dan and Kathy's sabbatical. First of all, don't email him. Um, if you do, it won't matter, I guess, because he's not going to have access to his email. Just know that. Um, anything that you would normally uh, want to contact Hope Vale about regarding operations or business matters, you can contact Amy Ryan here at the church. Anything ministry-related, ministry related, you can contact me. Um, I know for many of us, Dan is more than our pastor. He's a friend. But I just am asking all of us to respect this season for them. So I know there are some of you out there right now thinking, Paul's not talking to me. Dan and I are friends. And I'm just going to text him and ask him how it's going. Uh, I'm speaking directly to you, um, if that's you. <laughs> so just laying the groundwork. He'll be back, they'll be back August 4. Um, and we can't wait to re-engage in our relationships with you guys then. Cass is here, our chairman of our elder board, and I'm going to ask him to pray. Thank you, Paul. This is an amazing moment and one that we really have been planning for a while. And uh, for us to be able to invest in you guys is just an awesome opportunity for us. We look forward to what God's going to do with you as well. I'm going to ask all of us to stand in Bay City. I'm going to ask you to do the same if you're not already standing. You know, at the end of every, every service that we have... Uh, Pastor Dan or whoever our speaker is extends his hand and, and pronounces a blessing on us. So what I would like to do is ask you if, if you're comfortable with this is to extend your hand forward with us and we're going to pray a prayer blessing on Dan uh, and Kathy. Bay City we ask you to do the same as well and then we'll just have a prayer. 
God, we just thank you so much for your love for all of us, for the desires that you put in our heart to follow you. God, we thank you for the leaders that you have brought to this congregation. Today, we thank you for Pastor Dan and Kathy. And Lord, we just pray that as we embark on this journey of sabbatical together, that you would show yourself real and that you would just show yourself close to all of us, specifically for Pastor Dan and Kathy, Lord. We pray that you would just bring people into their lives to speak deeply, deeply into them, to reinforce in them the love that they have for you, the obvious commitment that they have for you, that you will choose just the right person at just the right time through these next three months to just speak into their hearts deeply, that you will lead them beside still waters, that you will restore their souls, and that you will fill them with you. God, for those of us who are here and the speakers that you have planned uh, through providence to be with us, Lord, we pray that you will help us as a body of believers to continue to grow together, to seek you as we are, are led by those who teach us, that we will take those lessons and we will apply them in our everyday life as we engage with those uh, that we touch in the community. God, help us to just be faithful. Help us to continue to meet together with, with joy and with the, with the intent of meeting you as we come together. So God, through this time of sabbatical, we pray a deep refreshing in the spirits of Pastor Dan and Kathy. Allow them to, to re-engage with, with people that are close to them. Allow them to listen intently when you speak into their lives and to feel your presence as they walk day by day. And for those of us here, God, again, we pray that you would just help us to continue to listen to your still small voice in our lives, that we as a congregation can show forth you as we invite others to know and follow you in our community. So God, we extend a blessing to Pastor Dan Kathy today. We as a church look forward to what you intend to do with this period of time in their lives and ours. And we pray all of this in your wonderful, holy, and awesome name, Jesus. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Yes. Hey, uh, thank you so much. And really would, uh, if you think of it to pray for us over these next three months. Before we go, we have one other round of applause because I want to recognize those who are baptized today. Uh, everyone's standing already, but if you're in here, at least hold up your hand because we want to just say that we are with you, we are for you, and thank you so much for sharing your story with us. been a great Sunday together. As you go from here, may you go in the new life and the resurrection power of our risen Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless you.